tonight is Shemitah, and then we'll be Shabbos from this matter. Okay. So, just to, just to re... Um, what's the word? Reintroduce, recapture what we've been doing. So, the Mishnah said... The Mishnah said that you cannot buy an Esrik off of an Amaretz if it is a Shemitah Esrik because the Gemara said you're going to give him money. That money in turn will become Shemitah money and Shemitah money will last past will last past these Manhabir and therefore it is a problem. And if you do it, you must be mechalal your own Shemitah and your own parents at home. You must make them holy with Kedusha Shemitah instead of the money. We then got into the last sugya, a machlekes between Rabbi Yechonen and Rabbi Eliezer, how exactly parish Shemitah become mechalal, defiled, profaned, which means made into chulin. That's a chal, it's chulin is lashon, regular, nothing special. So we explained on Thursday that by kudshiv, there's a concept of straight-up pigeon, that you can transfer kedusha from kudshiv to something else, called pigeon. And we said that's the most chashiv, that's the hardest, highest standard of pigeon. That's called chilol. That's called derech chil. Just simply, you are being mechalal, the kachim onto something else. The second, the second method is called derech mecca, when you buy something. You can take, you can take erishvias or its money and sell it to somebody else, barter it with somebody else, and that, since it's a natural exchange, Therefore, the value gets changed over because when you do a mekach anyway, you're somewhat transferring value from one thing to another. So if you're doing that with parashmita, it happens that way, but there's no magical process. And then we promised we're going to bring a brysa in support of each one of the shittas. And we brought a brysa in support of the, of the derech mekach shita. And that was an important brysa that says that the point of the b'risa was that when you hide your parish shmiyas, the parish shmiyas always remain Kaddish, and the final thing that the Kedusha is transferred to remains Kaddish. So if you have like an apple of Shemitah, you transfer it to meat, so they're both Kaddish. Then you transfer the meat to fish, now only the fish and the apple are Kaddish. You transfer the fish to wine, now only the, the apple and the wine are Kaddish. You transfer the wine to oil, now only the apple and the oil are Kaddish. You transfer the oil to the talus, only the apple and the talus are Kaddish. So the first and the last are Kaddish. That was the Bryce, a very important point. But we saw from the entire way the Bryce was talking was that everything had to be done derech mekach. The only way to be paid, the only way to be mechalit was through a transaction, not through straight up chil. We're now up to the second part of that promise that we promised we're going to find a b'risa for Reb Yechonah. We are five lines from the bottom of Mem Amabed. We now are going to bring a b'risa in support of Reb Yechonah. And Reb Yechonah said that Shvius can be redeemed without 
a transaction without selling it, without bartering, without trading it. It can be straight up chil. You could take two items in your house and say, this apple of Shemitah now transfers the Kedusha to this table or this $5 bill or whatever you'd like. Says the Martanya Kavaster Rebbeichem, we learned a price in support of Rebbeichem. Echad Shvi is Echad Meister Sheini. Both Shemitah and Meister Sheini you can transfer the Kedusha to an animal, a bird, or a Chaya, whether they're alive or they're dead, that's the opinion of our mayor. Now, right away, we have our Raya. Before we get into the actual topic of the Brisa, we have our Raya. This Brisa discusses Pidyon of Shavias, and makes absolutely no mention, and makes absolutely no mention of any sale, any need for a sale. It's a straight up your mechalalit. It could be both. They are yours. You just transfer the kedusha from one to another. And in that case, only the new thing is kedusha, not oh, the old one. Um, holy cow! I never thought of that. that's a major You're telling me that that's an afkamina that. If it's derech pigeon, if it's derech chilol, you could transfer the whole kedusha, and the original thing doesn't remain kaddish. If it's derech mekach, the original thing remains kaddish. Why would it be different? I'm wondering. It would be. It's just coincidental that we find that. I mean, it didn't, it's not talking about. That's, that's not I didn't think of what. I'm just asking. I was. It was the original thing. I, I, my, my first agreed to Asher that no, that no, no, there's, like, no that there's no difference. But it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. yeah, but it's fascinating that we don't say that by that. Like in the Lumbus of Chil versus Lumbus of Mecca, I'm not throwing that out. We're, we're going to keep it that it's true universally, but it would be cool if we could pursue that. Very cool. But this topic that this Bryce is talking about is. What is appropriate to be mechal on Meister Sheni and Shvi Yisrael? The Chachamim Oimrim, the Chachamim say no. Al Shchutin Mechalalin, you can redeem Shemitah and Meister Sheni on dead animals, shechted animals. Of course, they have to be kosher and edible. Al Chayin Ein Mechalalin, you cannot redeem Shemitah or Meister Sheni on live animals because live animals are more or less a business tool. Which means a live animal is used to breed more animals. So we're afraid if you keep an animal, you now have a, um, you know, a piece of business investment. And you're not likely to turn that into food anytime soon. It's no pun intended, a cash cow. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, you cannot redeem it on live ones. Because we're afraid you may keep it around to grow flocks, which means this is something that can make you future money. So why would you kill it? Why would you shaft it? So therefore, two, two things are wrong with that Rashi explains. Number one, you're not supposed to make business with Shemitah, and you're gone. Number two, if it's giving you cash, what's the chances you're going to get rid of it before it is my beer? Chances are slim. So therefore, <clears throat> if it's alive, we're afraid that you're going to violate these two problems of Shemitah. A, 
keeping it past the expiration date, B, using it for business rather than enjoyment, and therefore the Chachamim say, what you say is theoretically true, animals are fine. If they're dead, we're 100% fine. If they're alive, not that it's a problem. There's nothing technically wrong with being mechalot on a live animal, just I have a problem with keeping live animals around, you're going to keep a live animal. I'm not worried that you're No, there's no refrigerators. So, you know, you get the meat finished. They're all on Atkins, they go for it. Yeah, or you sell it, or you trade it, or, or it's talking about a sheep, which is not so much in the first place. Right. Yeah. And then, oh, in business also, you know, like, they're butchers, let's say. You know, no, but while you, in those days, you see, you see clearly from Shofanach, they worked a cow till about 30 seconds before it would die, and then they shafted it. And then, like, there's, there's tons and tons of sugyas about mistiming mishaps. That, oh, shoots, we got to it too late. It's already three-quarters dead. Well, like, why would you kill a, a thing that can make you money? Like, none of us would. We don't look at cows like money. We look at cows like food. But as they looked at cows as money, they were plows, they were milk makers, cheese makers. You know, so why would you kill something that makes you, that makes you, it's not going to compromise the food. The food will be there when this cow's about to die. So, um... So no, no one thought of it as uh, as food. <coughs> Says the Gemara, Amarava. So we're good with our Raya. We finished with our Tanya Kavases. We're going to put that sugya on hold for two seconds. About that Takana that you're not allowed to redeem Shemitah or Meiser Sheni on live animals. Says Amarava Machlekes Bizharim. That, the fact that there's a machlekes, that the Tanakhama allows you to redeem it on Scharim, Avol Benekevis, female animals, which are much more prone to making business. Because if you have the female, you have the babies. So all you need to do is you can borrow a male temporarily, and you'll still have flocks. And therefore, I have the mother, that's all I need. She'll have the baby, she'll nurse the babies, and I could grow flocks from there. So a female animal, we were much more concerned with you keeping long-term than a male animal. A male animal was, you know, just like, you know, short-term use, and you could get rid of it and chat it, so we're not so scared. So the fact that we have a machloikas, if you could keep, it was only by the scar, have been a cavus, it's for sure a business tool, divrei hakol, everyone agrees. Al shchutin mishalalin, only on dead ones you can redeem it. Live ones, no. Because you're going to keep it as a business tool. So that is between the Chachamim and Rameir about redeeming alive animals is only by males. Females, everyone agrees to the second opinion. Everyone agrees, no, 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 no. You cannot redeem Shemitah and Maeser Sheni on on live animals if they're female because you for sure will keep them beyond the expiration date. Okay. It doesn't work or it works, but there's a bzeirah not to do it. Like you said earlier by Zechariah. Because the Zechariah should work. Yeah, it sounds like you just said it Yeah, yeah. I've read your Yeah. Okay. Now, this last sugi we're discussing, between Rabbi Lazar and the Chacham, and Rabbi Yechman, which we bought 
each one a raya, a tanya kavase, about how are you paid the peres shvius. Rabbi Yechonet says you can do it through chil, just transfer kedusha one to another in your house. Rabbi Eliezer said you must do it through a sale. Says the Gemara, Omer Rabashi. Says Rabashi, Machlekes Bipri Rishai. This argument is with the actual live Shemitah fruit. Abu Bipri Shane, the secondary product, the thing you redeemed it on. It could be another fruit, it could be money, it could be a table. That. Everyone agrees. Now, the question is, what was bothering Rabbi Ashi that he couldn't leave well enough alone? And I was, we have a machlekes between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yezer says only money. Rabbi Yechanan says even classic chilo from one thing to another. Like, okay, and they didn't modify it. What's pushing you, Rabashi? Why do you need to shake the apple cart? Why do you need to mess things up? It's all good. So the Kappas tomorrow says a very cool thing. What's bothering him, and like this, you have to question this because we've had this a lot throughout Shas, is the Tanya Kavoses are a stira. I mean, what kind of business is this? Yeah, it's very cool that you two are fighting and you found the Brysa that agrees to you and you found the Brysa that agrees to you. But what about the Brysis? It's a regular old stira. It's a regular old stira. So Ashi says, I would like, listen, you two could have a fight, Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Yezer. And you could be talking about whatever you want, but I don't want the Brysis to argue. So I'm going to come up with a way that both Brysis are true. You can do whatever you want with them. But I'm going to take these Bryces and make them both true. I'm going to say, the Bryce that says that it works even Derechil is talking about pre-shame. The secondary fruit. Not the original Shemitah fruit. And the Bryce that says that you could be Mechalalit only Derech Mekach is the actual fruit. And this way, these two Bryces are not arguing with each other. You don't have a steer in Bryces. And that is my push, says the Kappas Tamarim and Rabashi. That's my push to, to leave well enough alone and modify it and change it. And say, this machlekes is not a machlekes in all cases. Says Rabashi, Omer Rabashi, machlekes. Now again, this doesn't help for machlekes or Lazar and, and um, Rabbi Yechim. And they argue even by pre-Rishim. The Brysis don't necessarily argue. That's what Rabashi wants to do. Then how's it going to be a Tanya Kavasa to either of them? It's not. It's not. But according to them it is. He, exactly. Meaning so they're so not going to agree out, with what he's saying. It comes out, Rabashi is a third sheet. Meaning, meaning, I'm, meaning, I'm going to take you here, I'm going to take you here, I'm going to make the Brysis good like me, and you can do whatever you want with the Brysis. But I disagree with how you read the Brysis. Yes. This machlekes about how Kedusha is transferred is on the actual first generation Shemitah fruit. Which doesn't really get transferred. Right, right. And that's what he's saying. The, those, even that first thing can be transferred. Rabbi said it can be transferred. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't get lost, but it right. still gives off Kedusha. Right, right. 
in the first generation. Abel bepreshani in the second generation. In the second generation fruit, the the byproduct can be done either way. I, what are you talking about? The brisa that Rebeliezer brought as a support said lakach on the fifth generation. What are you talking about? Vahadik Tani, I, you're going to obviously ask me. In the Bryce there, Eliezer brought as a support that it has to be done through buying, through Derech Mekach. Vahadik Tani, Lokach, Lokach, it only says it twice, which should say it five times. Fish, oil, wine, fruit, other fruit. It says Lokach the fifth time, according to you, Ravashi, by the second time. It doesn't have to use the word Lokach anymore. You use the word Chilol. So you see, you're right, you're right. I need the Tanaresha, since in the first generation it said Lokach, because there it's only Lokach, and then I'm a Lokach. Okay, so that is Rab Ashi's suggestion. Says the Gemara, not true. Esther Ravina Lerbashi, Ravina asked Rabashi the following question. Esther Ravina Lerbashi, Mishi Yeshle Sela I have in my house a seller of shvius. Now, obviously. Remember your mother told you money don't grow on trees, right? So if you have a seller shell shvius, that's obviously second generation because it didn't grow on a tree. So you had, let's say, a banana. And you took the banana and... 27 carbs. And you took the banana and you transferred the carbs. You transferred the... Kedusha of the banana onto a dollar. So now you have a dollar of Shemitah. And you're like, shoot, I don't want a dollar of Shemitah. I can't do anything good with it. So Mishi Yeshle Sela Shel Shviz. A person has a dollar, a $10 bill of Shemitah. And I want to buy a shirt with it. Now, obviously, most of us want to get use out of a shirt past September. Right, when it's not once and done, we want to wear the shirt for a little while. So what do you do? You can't use, this is your last money, you need a shirt. What do you do? You're stuck. Okay, said yeah, so what should you do as follows? Yelech chenveni Go to your shopkeeper who you're accustomed to, which means the guy has to be willing to do you a favor. If you show up for the first time, at you ever went to the store and you start asking him to do this shtick for you, he's going to say, no, get out of here. You know, I don't want to do that. Kind of stuff. But if it's your guy that you always go to, you give him a lot of business, so then he's much more likely to put up with this shtick. Because he's going to be ending up holding the bag here. And you tell the shopkeeper, the storekeeper, tamely besella Paris. You know what? Please give me, take this $10 bill, and please buy, quote-unquote, so to speak, with it. Please buy for me a bushel of apples. A bundle of apples with this $10 bill. Vinayis and light. And then you give him the $10 bill, he gives you the apples. Now, you have a pile of apples that have Kiddusha Shemitah on it. You know what? Here, I'm giving you a bunch of apples for free. And here is your money back as a present. 
So this is Shemitah laundering. You know, it's Shemitah laundering. It's illegal and everything, but it's Shemitah laundering. So you come out with a clean $10 bill. That's what it's called money laundering. You come out with a clean $10 bill. And the guy is stuck, I don't know how strong the word dirty, but the guy is stuck with Shemitah apples, which he's fine because, you know, the next guy that walks into your store say, are you making apple pie today? He says, yeah, okay, good, here. It doesn't matter what you mean to do. I don't have to tell you. It's good. You'll use it. You make an apple pie, you're good. So the guy's doing you a favor. He's laundering your Shemitah money. And everyone's happy here. The, the store seller is happy because he did you a favor and you're going to continue to patronize him. You're happy you cleaned the $10 bill. And now you have a clean $10 bill. You can walk into Nordstrom carefree and buy a shirt with it. And therefore, everyone wins over here. Now, this was a very big pain in the neck, as you can see. And you have to use a favor by your storekeeper. Now, this was a $10 bill. Now, this, we said money didn't grow on trees. So the seller shall shviyas was second generation. And the Mishnah still made you go through the whole thing of buying the fruit. Why can't you do this in your own fridge at home? You don't have any fruits in your house? Take the $10 bill, go to your fruit drawer. You have a $10 bill at Shemitah, Dick. Go to your fruit drawer and say, the Kedusha of this Shemitah is now pl placed on all the old oranges and lemons and, and apples in my fruit drawer. Voila. Oh, you can't do it, Derechil, even though it's second generation. Remember, you have second generation Shemitah. It didn't grow on trees. It was transferred from something else. So you have second generation Shemitah in your house, and yet... The Mishnah insisted on Derach Mekach and not on Derach Hilo. Says the Gemara, The money is clean, you can buy with it whatever you want. This, is, this dollar was a second generation. How do I know? Because dollars don't grow on trees. And yet, the Mishnah insisted, that you could only do it by purchasing, not by stop transferring. Otherwise, why do I have to leave my house? Why do I have to go to the storekeeper, walk over to your fridge or, you know, your, your fruit bowl on the counter of your kitchen and say, this is transferred onto this. The tarot says you can't. Sigmar says, okay, you're right, you win. So Narabashi's like in a corner. On one hand, I, want, I really want to make a way for the breasts not to argue. On the other hand, we see even their second generation is only Derech Mekach. So what are you going to do? So Rabashi is going to say the opposite. I'm not giving up. El Amr Rabashi, Machlekes B'Prishedi. The Machlekes between Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yechanan is B'Prishedi. Is B'Prishedi. Abu Pirishain, Divrei Hakal Derech Mekachin, Derech By, I'm saying the, I'm saying the opposite. The by pre-shaney is where there's still a machlekas. And he's not gonna this is not gonna cure the braces. Because the braces that says derach chilo cannot go like cannot go at all. It says, says derach chilo, and he's saying even there one opinion that he so Rabashi's giving up, but he's still saying that the machlekas is only in second generation. Aval uh, the first generation, hakal derach in derach uh, if you're saying everyone agrees that first generation is only Mecca, 
we had a brisa that talked about Shvi'is and it talked about Chil right away. We had a brisa, the brisa we just started with tonight, talked about Shvi'is and talked about Chil. It says, you can redeem your Shvi'is on a cow. Whether it's live or dead, it was a machlekes. But it says clearly you can redeem your Shvi'is on a cow. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, you could be paid on a cow. That's not derech mekach. You're right. Shvius itself would not work because first generation Shvius, everyone agrees, cannot be paid on a cow. It has to be derech mekach. That brisa that talks about Shvius is only deme Shvius, is only second generation Shvius. If, if you don't agree with this, Meiser, Meiser, Mamish. Meiser is Meiser, Mamish, meaning you think over there you can have a, you can have already a fruit of Meiser onto a cow. You're not allowed to be paid the Meiser onto a cow. The only thing that you can be paid the Meiser on is cash. It says you will take the cash in your hand. So that Bryson that talks about being paid the miser onto a cow, what are we talking about? It can't be the actual fruit. You're not allowed to redeem actual fruit onto a cow. You have to redeem it onto money. So we see that because of the miser aspect, that Bryson has to be talking about money, not the actual fruit. So therefore, you see that it's second generation. So for Shemitah also, it's second generation. It means second generation, and that's why it worked to redeem, because it works to redeem second generation, like Rabbi Yechanan, second generation. First generation, no redeeming, only purchasing. Okay, let's chazer, and then we'll finish with you. <laughs> so like this we had a Mishnah last night and in the Mishnah it said that Rabbi Yechon ben was misakin an interesting takona and Rabbi Yechon ben was misakin that even though nowadays we're allowed to eat Chodosh the minute it's Alois HaShachar on the first day of Cholmai Pesach First day of Chalmai Pesach, or actually second day of Chutzarts, you're allowed to eat, which by the way, is of course the day that Haman gave Mordechai the ride, because he was darshing in Hilchus Kmitzah. So that works out well. So you're allowed to technically eat Haman, eat Chadash, the first thing in the morning. Start bringing up paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's really not going to look good. We're not judging. <laughs> We're just seeing what it is. We have to, we have to, to know what this is. Right. Citrus IPA. Um, so, Kitzer, you're technically allowed to eat it the first minute Alois rolls around. Rabbi Yechad says, no, you're not allowed. So the question is why. We're just starting the second. The question is why. So last night we came up with a whole convoluted reason. Last night we came up with a whole convoluted reason. We said like this, that one day the Beis HaMikdash is going to be built. And the Beis HaMikdash is not going to be in working order yet. And they're going to come in there 
and they're not going to get the the carbon done. And people are going to say, hey, last year, we were able to eat Yashchadosh the first thing in the morning. Little do they know that this year you have to wait for the carbon. And this year, the base of English is a shtickle disorderly because it's the first day. And therefore, they're not going to get a chance to do the carbon aimer until later in the day. So we just say, you know what? Just to keep things on the safe side, never eat Yashan until after the whole day of the second day of Pesach is over. That was the first reason. Says the Gemara, a much more simple reason, but it, it's a little more schwer. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak Amar, we are two lines from the bottom of Memal from Aleph. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak Amar, Rav Yechon Ben Zakkai, B'Shimus Rav Yehuda Amar. No, Rav Yechon Ben Zakkai is not making some kind of alluded gzera. You know why? Chavash is also the entire day of the second day of Pesach? Because that's what the Torah says. It's Rabbi Huda's Shita. Dhamr Manat Tairah It says, till the middle of this day. Etzim means the middle. Ad Till the middle of the day. Okay, so why can't I eat it after the middle of the day? There's always a question. There's always a question in Shas when Rabbi Huda, who a lot of times gives Shirim using hours. Dhamr till the fourth hour. So that means till the beginning or the end. Rabbi Huda says you can daven Musaf till the seventh hour. Does that mean till the beginning or the end? You can daven Mincha until Plag. Does that mean till the beginning of Plag, till the end of Plag? Rabbi Huda all the time is saying Shirim. Whenever Rabbi Huda says a Shir, it means Ad Ba'ad Bachlav. So if the Torah says you could eat, you could start eating Yashan after the middle of the day, well, the middle is Ad Ba'ad Bachlav. I mean, Middle until the end of the day. The end of the middle is the end. So the word etzem means middle. If you add in the ad of the ad bechlal factor, which means whenever Yehuda says a time, it means up to and including. So you're not allowed to eat chadash up to and including the middle of Tezayin Nisan, which goes all the way until shkia of that day. So that's what Yehuda shita etzem hayemazet plus. Ad v'ad b'chlal equals etzem plus ad v'ad equals the whole day. Says the Gemara, v'ksavra ad v'ad Says the Gemara, really? Does Rabbi Yechonim and Zakkai really agree to Rabbi Yehuda? On the contrary, Rabbi Yechonim and Zakkai argues on Rabbi Yehuda. The Tanya, like we learned in Abraisa, Mishachar of Beis Hamikdash, Mamash, this topic, when the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, Hiskin Reb Yechon Ben Zaka, Reb Yechon Ben Zaka, I made a tachar. Shehei Yem Hanaf Kulei Aser. That the entire day of the Eimer is Aser, what we've been saying. Amalei Reb Yehuda, Reb Yehuda says, what are you talking about? You think Reb Yechon Ben Zaka made that up? That's the literal translation of the Pasuk. Which, is all cool, except Rabbi Huda is arguing in Rabbi Yechonon Zakai, saying what we just said. Rabbi Yechonon Zakai said, "Says the Gemara, Amalei Rabbi Yehuda, v'halam and atayru aser." What do you tell us for atayru? I don't need to pick on Rabbi Yechonon Zakai. Diksiv ad etzay mayem azeh till the middle of the day, aritzu meshliyan, up to and including the essence of the day. Says the Gemara. So we have a problem here. 
We used this far to explain Rabbi Yechon ben Zaka. And here we find Rabbi Huda arguing on Rabbi Yechon ben Zaka with this far. Says the Gemara, no, we were right on Rabbi Yechon ben Zaka. Rabbi Huda just misunderstood him. <laughs> he was saying the same thing as you. Don't scream at him. Rabbi Huda was screaming at Rabbi Yechon ben Zaka, where the whole, all along, Rabbi Yechon ben Zaka was saying the same thing as Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda hudikatai. Rabbi Huda was mistaken. Who savar midrabonukamer? Rabbi Huda mistakenly thought that Rabbi Yechon ben Zaka was only saying it takfana drabonuk. Vuloihi midayraisa kamer. Rabbi Yechon ben Zaka said what Rabbi Huda is saying. Rabbi Yechon ben Zaka was saying all along. Rabbi, Yechen, Rabbi Huda just misunderstood him. Rabbi says no. The verb it uses is established. Vahahiskin kamer. It says Rabbi Yechon ben Zaka was misaking. So what do you mean he's darshan in a pasuk? What do you mean it's daraisa? The word it uses is he was misaking. Says the Gemara, that's what I mean. My hiskin, what does it mean he was misakin? Darash v'hiskin. He darshan the pasuk and made the takana. Darash v'hiskin. He darshan the pasuk and made the takana. But what the Gemara is saying in this tarot is Rabbi Yechonah and Zaka is saying Rabbi Huda, it's daraisa. The Pasuk means you have to wait till the end of the day, and that is Rabbi Yechon Ben Zaka's shita. Why do they wait in the Beit HaMikdash if it says in the Torah? It was, about it's true in Beit HaMikdash, except, except they have the carbon. In other words, there's anyway, there's anyway a stira. We, we said last night, there's a stira in Pesukim. One Pasuk says, Ad HaViyachem, Esayim Ratzrufu. One Pasuk says, Ad HaTzameyem Ezez. So Gmar says, Lech HaShem, Hak Shish Beit HaMikdash, Hak Beit HaMikdash. No, this was always true all along. It's a deraisa when there's no carbon. So those that wait, those that we said that were far away, they waited a half a day. That's when there's a carbon. It's only when there's a carbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When there's a carbon, this pasuk is not negated. Yeah, there's a steer pasuk. It says I'd have I'd have Okay. Says the Mishnah. Yom Tevarish and Shalchat. The first day of Sukkot. Now, we've said many times that that the Torah says you must shake lulav on the first day of Sukkot, no matter what. Now, in the olden days, this was true even on Shabbos. Even on Shabbos, people took their lulav. So you have an issue. You have to take your lulav, but you can't carry it to show. So what do you do? Yom Tiferishim, the first day of Sukkot, Shechal Yez B'Shavos, that fell out on Shabbos, Kol Ha'am Melichen as Lulaveyen Lebeis HaKenesis. Everybody would bring their Lulav to Shul on Erev Yom And then they would get there on Shabbos and they would have a problem. How do you know which Lulav is yours? Now lest you say, who cares? You need Lachem. So we have an issue. They didn't have the fancy bags. They didn't have the bags. And they all look the same. So says the Gemara, Lumacharas, Mashkimen Uboyen, they would come early, everyone to Shol. Each one would have to recognize his, Venoitle. You would have to make a simon, and they would, each one would take it. We'll see later that they had a, a, a system what to do. Uh, and it says, because the Chachamim say, Ain Adam Yaitse Yidei Chavasa, Biyam Tafarishan, Belulav Eshachan Beirah. 
you cannot be yaitzeh with your friend's lulah. The rest of Yontif, now this is of course talking in the Beis HaMikdash, Kivanger asks that the first part is, says Beis HaKnesses, and the second part is obviously talking about the Beis HaMikdash because in the olden days they didn't take lulah, the rest of Sukkot, except in the Beis HaMikdash. So Kivanger Mishnayis asks this steerer from the beginning of the mission to that. The beginning of the mission is obviously only talking about in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, and therefore, the end of the base of, um, uh, Mishkan, Mishkan, uh, end of the Mishnah is in the base of Mishnah. What does it mean to finish You're right. You're right. Well, look how Rashi translates it. Um, Rashi doesn't say it here. Where, where is the Rashi? Is well, the Gemara is going to say Menon Emili, and the Gemara is going to bring it to Rashi. Amr Chacham must mean the Darshan. Ah, okay. Says the Gemara, "V'shari meitzachag." The rest of Sukkos, Adam yaitzi dechavase belu la b'shalchaveru. Everyone can be yaitzi with their friends. <coughs> now this is a separate Indian. Rabbi Yosi Yomer, Yom tefarishin shalchag shchalius b'shabbos. If the first day of Sukkos was Shabbos, and you forgot to bring your lulav to shul, and in fact you forgot it was Shabbos, and you wake up, and you pick up your lulav. And you walk with it to show on Shabbos. Mamish carry on Shabbos. The shakach v'haitzias halula l'rishas harabim potter mitnei shahitziay bershus because you took it out with rishus. Rishus means rishus mitzvah. And this is a famous halacha for Yaisi that when a person makes a mistake in carrying out a mitzvah, it's not called chil Shabbos. That is a debate as to how far this goes. Um, they ask, and you know, <coughs> I don't know how strong of a kash it is, but they ask, the Mishnah in Shabbos that teaches you about Haitzah is talking about what case? An Ani and an Asher. And that's a Mitzvah Sasei Deraisa of Tzedakah. So you see that not always, and Rebbe doesn't argue with the first Mishnah in Shabbos, so not always when you do a Mitzvah are you off the hook from carrying on Shabbos, here something special about the fact that the Torah said you have to take lulav, so therefore, therefore it's mutter to carry on Shabbos. It's only by mistake. The mission on Shabbos is not talking about a mistake. It's just that it happened. Says Chathos. Isn't it Pater Avalosa? What? Here. When he says Pater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pater Avalosa. When you're Pater Avalosa, then you're Chayv and Avalosa. You know you're doing the Regular <laughs> the first mission Shabbos, you know, we get into Shabbos. Yeah, it's it could be a it could be skila, and it could if you do it with it's skila. If you do it with it's a chatas. Ah, it's a mitzvah. So you have to be mechal between that mitzvah and this mitzvah. Rashi said he's. Um, if Tosfos Mahara la Sosa, it seems to be that it's the criteria that, that he was rushing. So, so here's the deal. I was thinking again, lucharitz in the like you were saying, <laughs> but but it's not that it, then then. It's, it's not the Mesha Hitzia Bershus. It's Masasi, classic Masasi. So it's, it's not a classic Masasi. It's not the. Masasi means you have no idea you're doing the Misa. Which means Masasi, let's say like I want to scratch my back against the wall and I turn off the light. That's a Masasi. I, I had no idea I was turning off the light. Here, I, I know I'm carrying a lulu. This is a classic Shendik. So you're punter because it's a mitzvah. I'm not like trying to fit Masasi in this morning. It's not Masasi. It's different because the, the 
because that's why you don't make a bracha and stuff because you don't know if the Ami's going to take it. You don't know if the Ami's going to take it. But here you also need something to do it today. Right. That, that's, <coughs> yeah, that's where the, the chilik lies along those lines. You just have to figure out exactly how to say Because the other example it does use is shy friend. The other example it does use is ulu. Then you can take it in your house. You don't have to take it. Uh, right, 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 right. That's true. Okay. Minonimi. How do you know that you have to take your own lulav? Now, it's very interesting, because we've been learning lulav agalza for a while now, and we would have just skipped till the second pasuk. The Tanar Banan, you have to take a lulav, each person has to take it. It has to be yours, to exclude borrowed and stolen. So if you would have asked me, why do you have to take your own eye? I would have skipped straight till the second line. What exactly the first line is teaching us. And I mean, it's not teaching you that you can't, one person can be mighty, everyone. I mean, that's posh. It's in the So why exactly the Gemara needs the first one, I don't know. And I didn't find anyone that talked about it. From here, the Chachamim say, Ein Adam Yoytzei Unless your friend gave it to you as a present. And there's a famous story from Gamliel, Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Lozman Azariah, Rabbi Kiva, They were on a boat. So there was no access to Lulavim if they each wanted their own. And Rabbi Gamliel was the only one with his own Lulav. And no one had a lulav except Rav Gamliel. By the way, he bought for $1,000. Now, the Gemara is going to ask, you know, uh, this isn't the Shulam Baruch part. There's no need to say that. Um, so the Gemara is going to, we'll, we'll answer that. Shows them how to cover the mitzvah. Oh, yeah, about it, but I'm saying, yeah. The Gemara is going to say it, yeah. <laughs> And he gave it to Rabbi Shua in a matana. Not Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua was Yaitzib, and also Rabbi Lezben Azari. He gave it to Rabbi Lezben Azari in a matana. Not Rabbi Lezben Azari, Rabbi Yaitzib, and Yaitzib, and Yaitzib, and Yaitzib, and he gave it back to Rabbi Gamliel. So we got our point over here. Our point was that you can't borrow a lulav. You have to be yaitse with a lulav. You have to be yaitse with a lulav. So, by the way, we had this price before about them coming on a boat in uh, the second paragraph. Yeah. Okay. So, do we see their order of kashim from the order in which it was given, or it was given around the circle? Interesting. Interesting. Otherwise, it should have gone the other way. Yeah. I thought was the biggest. It could be that's how they were sitting. Yeah. No, Kiva definitely wasn't the biggest, meaning, meaning, one second, like this. In the Gemara Brachas, Rabbi Gamliel was Nasi. So when they fired Rabbi Gamliel, so Rabbi Shua was his bar plugta. So I assume Rabbi Shua was more hush than Rabbi Kiva also. Rabbi Kiva was probably more hush than Rabbi Kiva Azari because they wanted to hire him next first. <coughs> so that would be where your Tash is. Like was just younger. <coughs> right, but as it's in in Chashivas, Rabbi Kiva was more chashiv. <coughs> the only is he didn't have schazavus. 
that, that seemed to be the pasuk. <coughs> so, says the Gemara, you added one extra word there. Lovely Lamaimer F0. Why do you have to say he gave it back turning on wheel? The point you brought this Brysa was to tell me everyone needed a bimatana. No borrowing, no sharing. So you said everyone got a bimatana. Why do you have to end off that they gave it back to Rav Gamliel? Says the Gemara, an important thing. It's telling me that matana manas lahachser shma matana. That a matana manas lahachser counts. Which means as follows. <coughs> There's a concept in Allah that I can give you something only on tonight that you give it back to me. <coughs> so, we know that it's yours, but it's definitely yours temporarily. It's only yours temporarily. So the question is, can I call that lachem? Can I call that lachem? It's yours, but you've got to give it back. So it's telling me that, yes, the matana here was not a permanent matana. It was a temporary matana. In fact, it's only yours in the first place if you give it back to me in the end. So says the Gemara, I could have made the case that such a matana does not qualify for lachem, that such a matana does not qualify for lachem, and therefore I have to tell you that the whole deal, the whole time was that they had to give it back to Gamliel, and even such a matana counts as lachem. Might not be mean it to someone who borrows it. Because the only, you can't borrow lula, but matana manas lachser does work. What's the practical nafkamina if someone borrowing? You can't versus, borrow lula. What's the difference practically in borrowing versus matana borrowing, borrowing, you don't own it. It's just use. Here, you own it 100% temporarily. What about renting? Renting is borrowing. You don't own it. You have, you have, renting and borrowing means you have Swiss pairs. Here, you own it 100% temporarily. So that's included when it says Lachetia Zashal? Yes. Yes. So, but it's not a problem with Lachetia Zashal. Because you, when you own it, you own it 100%. No, I'm saying when it says Lachetia Zashal, it includes Lachetia Zashal. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So in yeah. the case of the Mishnah, right? Ben, you hear? I mean, I hear it, but I'm saying it's really the same. It's the same. I'm saying the das of a person, right? The das of a person when he says, you know, he's matana amanas lahachzer, right? He's getting it back, right? And if he's someone is is he's giving it to someone to borrow, he's giving it back. Should tell you an afternoon since you're a chassidish guy. Sas Emes once asked the Ibra Emes. This is like a mind bender. It's a reasonable question. Sas Emes once asked the Ibra Emes. Let's say you give back the matana amanas lahachzer, matana amanas lahachzer. Yes, as a little kid. But you chew on that. But, but in other words, Matana Maslahapsir is yours permanently with a tonight, like any other tonight. It's just a nasty tonight. Which means you can understand the following thing. Here, here's my pen. It's yours 100%. Just do me a favor. Next time you're in 7 I'm getting a Sarpy. Right? So. And if you lose it? If you, it's fine. Just get me a Sarpy. And as, so, as you understand the tonight, when the hook is not the item. <coughs> Everyone understands it tonight. So, right. so instead of Slurpee, 
I just say, here's the pen, make sure to get me back the pen. So it doesn't, it doesn't megareya in the pen that I gave you, meaning you understand 100% if the hook, meaning what I get back from you, is a Slurpee or a shoe shine or something else, as long as it's not the pen. All of a sudden, it's the pen, it's weird to understand. But it's not. It's a regular old tonight. It just happens to be the same pen. Why is it different than Eged that is not going to last? The last Shmei Eged. It's like Matana. It's not lasting. Why, because that's not because a tie is something that lasts. This present is yours forever. There's a tonight. The tonight happens to be a nasty tonight. You have to give back the <laughs> Etzim Zach. So if you give it back to Matana afterwards, because that would be fine also, right? Oh, Rizia Shaila. I saw someone ask this. The answer is no. You have to give it back when it has some use. You can give it back four minutes before Shkia and Heshana Rabbah. Okay. That's the answer to your okay. question. Okay. I saw that. <laughs> Says thing, yeah. So the case in the Mishnah, right? Yeah. So, case in the Mishnah of, of the bringing the love to Shul, right? And then in the morning, everyone's mocking their own with the simon or whatever. Right. So, what happens if they made it to cut? Uh, everyone said, you know, everything's with Matana. We did that in the basic English. Yes, the right. is going to say it in the fifth part. But then, why does everybody have to... You do Matahal you don't have to then search for your own and take your own. You just just right. Why you're right. You just laughter it. Just right. And everyone just because then you have to make a kinyin on Yom if you're not supposed to. Matahal Masahaksar is a matana, it's better. Well, mitzvah, so. Yeah, it's a kinyin also, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a matana. But, but, kind of kinyin yeah, yeah. The ones that the people are mocking or shalom is only after they take the lulav. No, no, you take yours and you yaitzi with yours. No, no, I'm saying in this case, you don't have to do that. Everyone gets matana. You're right. You're right. But here, but here, here, the Gamaliel didn't want to do that. I don't want to give mine up. Meaning in show, I'm fine to give mine up as long as I get another one. Here, Gamaliel didn't want to do that. I want mine back. I don't want you to have it. If I'm going to be able to get something from you, fine. But I want mine back. So it knows, but you're right, and chill, not on the boat. Here? Right, not on the boat. Right, yeah. Says the Gemara, Kihadam Rava, like Rava said, Halacha Esrei said, Amanasha Tachzirei, here's this Esrei, as long as you give it back to me, not Levi Yatsabai, if he takes it as Yatsabai, Hechzirei Yatsabai, if he gives it back retroactively, he's Yatsabai, Layechzirei Layatsabai. If he doesn't give it back, he's not Yaitse. So just end with one little kasha. We'll resume tomorrow night. If I have to give it back to you, I can't eat it. So the Esrik's also Machila. And we know that you're not Yaitse with an Esrik that you can't eat. You could eat it. You just have to give it back off the full Esrik. Ideally, you could. Yeah, but you have to give Doc could. Right? Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to be can't be a different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I understand yeah. that. I'm saying like Dylan, you could, it's yours, you could, but you have to give it Then back. you're not Yaitse. So you cannot eat this answer, you're gonna be Yaitse. It's not Roy Lachila. It's not says it by Lula, don't say by Sri. But there, there's the Khaira Dilwachan by Lula that has to be Roy Lachila. Roy for what it's normally used for, not I hear. So that's not a shear and the ownership. But, but it's talking about Asterg also. Yeah, so the answer Lachira is the answer Lachira is is that is that it's it's edible by somebody. Like you said, you can get if you have a kabaskai. Right, that's the cash on this tarot. You see, you need it to be edible for you. Why does it have to make the case that you have an anical baskayin? Because it has to be right for you. 
Not for some kain. Why do you have to? It's a right for a kain. The reason the Gemara says you have to be right for you, that's why this tarot is not a good tarot. And we're stuck with the kasha. Mm-hmm. Some of those days people don't wait for three hours online. For Oops, yeah, yeah, I don't know how they were so like giving with their um, yeah, like, I, yeah, like, no way. Yeah, it wasn't 30, it was 25. 25, yeah. Says the Gemara, we are about six lines from where the lines get wide on Mem, Aleph, Amid, Beis. And the Gemara there is talking, Gemara we were talking last night, we really were talking about Matam and Asla Hafsir, which, I like, after we left the show, I was like, hacking with someone. It is such a tough subject. You know, like, you know, I mean, obviously, we, we mamish touched. There's a famous, famous, famous mach, like it's Tyson Rush about the Matanah and Aslahapsir. Is it, is, you know, the mamish, the mach like this. Is it a mach, is it a regular tenai? Or does the fact that the tenai is mamish, the thing you gave, it makes it like not a regular tenai? So that's why, and this Gemara is, you know, from the major, major. Um, Rias in Sigmund Mark Edushin brings this Gemara that you can be Yaitse with an Esrig, so we see that there's definitely some real giving to it. So anyways, that's what we said last night. Why the Gemara needed <laughs> to say you returned it to Rum Gamliel. That Lachaira wasn't necessary. Who cares? Everyone got their Esrig, knows Yaitse. Why do you have to say he returned it to Rum Gamliel? So that was, the, that was the answer for that. Now the Gemara asks, why was it necessary for the Mishnah to mention that Ramgamliel bought it for a thousand dollars? Who cares? What does that have to do with me here now? So it says, to teach you kama mitzvahs How much mitzvahs were worth it were worth to them? And the question is, the question is like how do you see that from $1,000? <clears> how do you see that from $1,000? I mean, like, if you want to tell me mitzvahs, if, how would I f- have figured that out? If you want to tell me mitzvahs, are, maybe $1,000 go red. I don't know what an elf is. It's supposed to say which was a lot of money in those days. Okay, but another... But it's also relative to the person. I mean, maybe he was a millionaire, the guy. So 1000 to him was nothing. But if he was poor, then $1,000 was a lot. The goal rate's 100 it's still... Yeah, I mean, like, so I didn't see, like, the, the, the Bir Allah, the Shabur Tazim, the Bir Allah says, like, it's because they were on the boat, they got ripped off. Like, in other words, it was like, you know, buying food at the stadium. Like, you know, wherever they were, where their boat stopped, someone sold them an S-ring and hopped, at, like, what they were up to. So, in other words, the combination of Elif Zuz and the boat would be the tip-off that that was a, um, an expensive price to pay for S-ring. But it's not push exactly how you see from Elif Zuz. And Elif Zuz sounds like a lot, but, like, you know, a thousand yen is not a lot for an esrig, so a thousand zuz may not be a lot for an esrig. Who who knows what an el of zuz was worth exactly? Also, wasn't Rabbi Gamliel and he wasn't wealthy? Yes. So so someone asked that. Someone says that that um, Rabbi Gamliel, like you know, I don't know how to say this nicely, he was <coughs> supported by the community. I saw this on the safer, like it's nicer in Hebrew. Like, he was like supported by the community because he was a public official. So like. You know, so he spent a thousand dollars, so he got a new thousand dollars. Like someone mentioned something along those lines. Like the Sabin Rebbe flying first class. Yeah, no, you're. Oh. Is that what he said? 
What'd you say? It's like the Satmar River flying first class. <laughs> Don't say it as that's true. <laughs> um, that's a good deal. I don't know what to say about that. I'll lay him. He's going to Ram Gamaliel spent $1,000 on the Esri. How does that reflect on Rashur, Rakiva, etc.? They couldn't even, they couldn't afford it, apparently. Right, so those, that shows no chavivus to their mitzvah. <coughs> so the mitzvah's chaviv to them. They didn't spend a dime. Maybe he bought it when they weren't there. Yeah, you're 100% right. But don't show their chavivus to them. I mean, it's just a love? Yes. Yes. Says the Gemara. They didn't tell him he was crazy for spending that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> Says the Gemara. Amalei Marber, Marber, Amalei Marber, Abba, my father, Amalei Marber, He was so enthralled with his lulav and so loved doing mitzvahs that he even held it during davening. And this, that's the segue. That it says mitzvahs chavivus on Ram Gamliel, and that's why it says a thousand zuz. So the same way is that my father, he loved doing lulav and esrik so much, he didn't even put it down during Shmon Esri. Says more, that's a good thing. A person is not allowed to hold tefillin while he's davening Shmon Esri. Or sefer terah bechekai, hold a sefer terah, v'yispalo. And Davish Manasra. The reason being by both of them is because they're both very, very fragile and very hard to replace, very expensive. And therefore, it for sure is impossible to concentrate on Yishmanasra while holding these items. And therefore, it is usur to hold them while you daven because you may, uh, you may drop it. And once we're saying Hilfish Manasra, Vlayashtin Bahemayim, one is not allowed to go to the bathroom while holding tefillin or Shemun um, or Sefer Tarek. Um, um, and you're not allowed to sleep while holding these items. Leshinas keva v'leshinas aray. Not a shinas keva, not a shinas aray. Says the Gemara, v'omar shmuel, and says shmuel, anything that you're scared to drop for whatever reason, you're not allowed to hold while not just expensive items. For instance, socket, a knife. So a knife costs $5. It's not that expensive, but you sure don't want to drop it on your toes. So you're not allowed to damage when you're holding a knife. Cairo, a plate. Now, a plate is not, um, not very expensive, but you don't want to smash it on the floor. Kikar, a loaf of bread, same idea. You don't want it to drop on the floor. Umais and money, harel kiyotzebehen. So says the Gemara, you think your father was doing a good thing? When he davened Shmon Esri holding his dollar minim, he'd be scared to drop them, or possibly your Esri. And therefore, it makes an usher to hold during Shmon Esri. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, no. Hasam lav mitzvah ninu vitarit. There, there is no joy in holding it. It's not a mitzvah to hold your tefillin. It's not a mitzvah to hold the Sefer Terah. You're not kind of mitzvah, so it's a chore, and it's a chore that is somewhat scary. There's nothing balancing the fact that it's a chore, so therefore you're not going to concentrate your answer. When someone is doing something he's excited about, imamish doesn't bother him. Imamish doesn't bother him. Says the Gemara, "Hasam lav mitzvah ninu vitarit." There, it's not a mitzvah, and therefore he's nervous about it. Vitarit, and he's nervous with them. 
Hacha mitzvah nidu. It's a mitzvah of tarbu, and he's not tarbu, which means the fact that someone is excited about doing something can make what otherwise is a chore into something exciting. That, the mitzvah. Huh? The mitzvah. The is holding your tal- your lulav. Uh, you're yaitzi, but there's definitely you're definitely yaitzi, but there's also a key in mitzvah every second you hold. Can you go to the bathroom here a little? Um, it's not usher, but it's not nice. It's like going to the bathroom with the towels. It's not usher. Most definitely not usher. Um, what would happen if the little fell? Okay, it would get nimas, it would break, it, it would become puzzle. It would be, yeah, it may become puzzle. Yeah. It's not covered for it. So a safer tire is not. It's not something that's. It's not a mitzvah, mitzvah to hold the safer Torah. You're not Makai in the mitzvah when you're holding the Torah. You should be Chavivas to it by holding it. It's the same as the Lord. But it's not. The, the showing your Chavivas. First of all, it's misplaced showing Chavivas, but I hear. I hear. Because you're not doing a mitzvah. The Chavivas comes from the fact that you're being Makai in the mitzvah. Well, and when you're doing a mitzvah, the mitzvah is taking it. In other words, the, the, the way you do the mitzvah is by taking the same <coughs> yeah. Torah. So if Torah, you should write. What about a king who has a mitzvah according to some uh, all the Torah all the time? Good, yeah. Good. But even if, forget about it, King. Even every day, the only way to use the same Torah is to hold it. You got to take it out, bring it, and then right. That's not holding it. The same. You got. You can't. It doesn't magically get to the bima. It's fine for four seconds when you take it from our pressure to the bima. Yeah, but um, that's it. It's never magical. Right. Hagnus, let's hagnus. It's starting to cool. Yeah, Tanya, Rabbi Lazar said the Kaimer Kachayim and Hagen Shanti Yerushalayim. So was the custom of the people in Yerushalayim that valued mitzvahs. Adam Yitzim and Beisim. When a person woke up in his house and left his house in the morning, he held his lulav in his hand. Hoy lechle Beis Hakanas. He went to show lulav abiyadim. His lulav in his hand. Kaira Kriyashmal Mispalo. When he yeah, so they, they talk about this. And the, the Shulchan Aruch Taka says, Shulchan Aruch says, that you should bench Lulav in the sukkah by davening and pick it up again. By davening or in the morning? By, in the morning, when you wake up, you should bench Lulav in the sukkah and pick it up again by how. That's what Mishabura says you should do that. It's not just the Chassid Shemitic. Mishabura says that that's what you should do. And the sukkah. The sukkah is not a good thing. What? Get to the later, I'm saying, and chul, you get yeah, or do it at your sukkah at home. When they read Kriyashma and Davin, they did it holding their lulav. But when he got Naliyah or Duchind, at which point it would be impossible for him to hold his lulav. Duchning because he has to raise his hands. And and learning Torah, learning Torah is because Rashi says he will become so engrossed in his learning he will forget that he's holding a lulav and drop it. Then <laughs> he can place it down on the ground. That's the first time and one of the only times during the day that the Anshu Yerushalayim would place their lulav on the ground. <laughs> if he went to do another mitzvah, for instance, bicker chelim or which is a little weird, um, yeah, because that doesn't happen on Um It could be, you know, um, there's no there's no tanhumin, but a guy who lost somebody 
it's still, you know, there's, do we say at the, at the uh, Beis HaKvaris, you would still have a shura of, of Tanfumen. So it's possible, they do bury people at home, right? So it's possible to, that that's what that means. Lulave biyade, he would continue to hold his lulav in his hand. Nichnas of Bismedrish, when he came into shul, into Bismedrish to learn, then Meshagar lulave biyad benayu biyad avdai, he would send his lulav home with his son or his avid because there's nowhere to place it and he couldn't hold it while he was learning, biyad shluchai, or in the hands of a shliach. My kamashmon, what are you telling me all these things for? Says the Gemara, like diacha kamahayu's reason, the mitzvahs, to tell me how zariz and chaviv they were with the mitzvahs. And finally, we had in our Mishnah one last point. Why did we make enough of mitzvahs between learning and davening in terms of the concentration? Because, because davening, it's a good, good point, but the chilik is like this. Davening is a vart that you need to concentrate. So since it's a mitzvah, it will not be mafriya, your concentration. Learning, it's not a vart you need to concentrate. It's a vart you're gonna get too into it. It's not a chivan, oh, I have to concentrate. How am I going to psych myself into concentrating? That's by tilo. So the lulav will not stop you from concentrating. By learning, it's not a vart I need to psych myself into learning. By learning, naturally learning will get him engrossed and he'll naturally drop the lulav. It's coming from a different perspective. <coughs> so the last point in the Mishnah was Rabbi Yaisi's shita that when a person is doing a mitzvah, is ta'abidvar mitzvah, he cannot get punished. So Rabbi Yaisi Amr, it's Amr Abayah, I don't understand. First Abayah is like this. Lo yishanu, el This pitur of Rabbi Yaisi it's not a blanket tour that whenever you carry your lulav on Yantif, you're exempt from carrying. So for instance, if you carry your lulav home from Shul, everyone says you're chayv. Even Rabbi Yaisi says you're chayv. You do not need to have your lulav back at home. You're therefore carrying without the protection of the mitzvah. So says the Gemara, says Abayi, Leishanu al shlayatzabah. This Petor of Rabbi Yaisi is only if you weren't Yaitse yet, Lulav. Avil Yatzebah, once you are Yaitse, the carrying of the Lulav is not necessary for a mitzvah, and therefore you're Chayiv for carrying it on Shabbos. So if you bench in your house or in your, in your sukkah, you're, you're done. done. Right. So says the Mark, then when are you ever picking up a Lulav and not having already been Yaitse? Asks the Gemara, Famous Gemara, Hamida Ag ben Nafak When you lifted it up, you were Yaitse. Meaning, what is the case? Rabbi Yaisi says, sometime, somehow, somewhere, you're potter for carrying the no, lulav. just said before, as far as holding, holding on to it, the entire time you're being carrying the mitzvah. Kiyah mitzvah, not Yaitse, Yedei Meaning, Kiyah mitzvah, why do you get? The special level that you're potter from doing a mitzvah because you're because you put from an affair because you're doing mitzvah. That's only in the etzim zah, not in the... I've already got a key in mitzvah the rest of the day. It's the same thing you're going to have on Pesach now. You, you get a key in mitzvah, all, the Gros says, it's a key in the so all seven days to eat matzah. But you're only chayiv to eat matzah. So there's a difference between the chayiv of, of doing wolf, that's like the mamish, the p'tor, that's when you're potter for Chil Shabbos, then a key in, that key doesn't pot you. It says the minute you pick it up, 
You're already Yetzir. So Reb Yaisi never applies. Well, what, what is this talking about? Before you make the bracha, you just carry it to show your mm-hmm. mercy already? Yeah. Bracha is not ma'akif. How do you... Shouldn't you have to make a bracha like as soon as he picks it up? Same kasha. Same kasha. Says the Gemara, Amar Abayat Kishahafchai. You turn it upside down. And we know we already had this Gemara. We had the Gemara. The Gemara says that mitzvahs are only yaitse derech gidiwasa. The only way to be yaitse mitzvah is in the direction it grew. And therefore, if you flip it upside down, so we flip our esrog upside down. Rashi says you held the lulav upside down. But it's just, huh? Why don't we flip the we only flip one, yeah. Yeah, flipping the lulav could like get dangerous. It's like, no, I know, but I'm saying what? So says says the Gemara, says the Gemara. Since if you hold it upside down, you're not yaitze. This is a way to prevent yourself from being yaitze until you want to. So says the Gemara. That's how you're potter. Now, it's very interesting. The guy is cognizant enough. The guy is cognizant enough to flip his lulav and esrig yet not cognizant enough that it's Shabbos. I mean, it only works if you mistakenly carry it on Shabbos. So the guy's cognizant of it to flip it. I don't want to carry it, or I don't want to be Yitze, but he's not cognizant enough that it's Shabbos, but, you know, that we will... He's lost on the Yeah, yeah, he's lost on the 100%. Oh, no, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's a kasha, but I'm saying, like, it's an odd level of uh, cognition. What about nowadays when we pick up a little on our you have to make the bracha uh, every last second. <coughs> and once you pick it up, you get it. So how does that work? That's why we hold the esrog upside down. And we make the bracha. This, this is the Gemara. So you actually do this every day. Exactly. Way. We do this out the bracha. The Gemara is talking about doing it out the Chol Shabbos. Right, but he's maybe doing it also. Uh, he, he also does it the Yeah, except the Gemara doesn't say that. You're right. You're right. Rav Amar, I feel tem Even if you didn't flip it. No one holds their esrig on the way to Shul. You hold it in an esrig box. You're not Yaitse. Says the Gemara, <laughs> What's the case? You're carrying it in an esrig box. Says Gemara, Rava. Rava's the one that said a couple blot ago, Rava, you're the one that told us you don't have to touch the asterisk to be Yaitse. You're the one that said you can hold the asterisk in a handkerchief in a glove. Rava, you're the one that allowed the Kichayide Davaracher. Frek the Gemara, Ay, Vaharava, Hudamar. Rava was the one that said, Lekichayide Davaracher, Shma Lekicha. Rava's the one that said, Lekichayide Davaracher, Shma Lekicha. Says the Gemara, Hani Mili Derach Kavit. That's when it's Derach Kavit, which means if you take the Esrik in like a beautiful silk uh, handkerchief, like in a Hermes scarf, and you're showing how much you love the Esrik, that's Derach Kavit. If you're holding something in a box, even a similar, but it's not, it's not a Lekicha Dick, it knows, it's a nice Esrik box. You're not taking the esrig with the box. It's not a lekicha that's there covered for the esrig. Because it's, it doesn't, doesn't, because it doesn't uh, conform to the... No, no, because the use of an esrig box is not how I'm taking the esrig to be yaitzeh. It's I'm protecting it from the rain. 
it's a glorified rain protector and, and you know, holding it protected. Yeah, but it's not a bazillion to the... So bazillion doesn't mean bazillion. It doesn't mean you have to carry the esteric in like, a, you know, your, your <coughs> kindergartner's tissue box, esteric box. Right? That, that's not what... Bazillion doesn't mean bazillion. It means not Darach Kavan. Of Darach Bazillion, why? Okay, one last Gemara about Rabbi Yaisi. Amr of Says of used to also say same idea. So we know there are two bird carbonus. <coughs> one is an Eila Sa'if and one is a Chata Sa'if. And you can use the same bird for both of them. Shnei B'nayana. Tarim B'nayana, but you use Shnei B'nayana, Shnei Tarim. There's no Thomas Zachras by birds. So there's no such thing once. Usually, it's very easy to tell an Eila and a Chatas. An Eila has to be a male, and a Chatas has to be a female. But by birds, we don't care. You could bring a bird carbon girl, a boy carbon girl bird. It doesn't matter. You could bring, you could switch. So there's no identifying factor between a, girl, between a Chatas and an Eila bird, except how it's shechted. One, you do break off the whole neck, one you don't, which I don't know why that didn't come into play here. But there's one massive difference. Echatas ha'ayf, you eat the whole thing, if you're a kind. And eilas ha'ayf, you burn the whole thing. So if a person eats, an eila, he's doing an aver. If a person eats a chatas, he's doing a mitzvah. Says the Gemara, says if a, if a guy finds an Eilasa'if, it's found in a pile of birds. So the Kayan made a legitimate, honest mistake. The rest of the pile is Chatas birds. So he took one to eat. He thought it was a Chatasa'if. There's no identifying markers. And he ate it. So he mamish did an avera. The guy ate an ayla, which is mamish kedush kedush, has to be burnt. The guy was ma'al. The guy did mamish many averas. Says Rabbi the same thing. He's a dune at Varmitz and he's potter. Says the Gemara, he's potter. Okay, says Marshkech. So you showed me a second example of a person doing a mitzvah, messed up, did an avera, and you're potter. What are you teaching me? Mitzvah's achilles kachim. But he's not eating. He's not eating the right thing. But he made a mistake. He's not doing the mitzvah. He thinks he's doing the mitzvah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sumer says, my Mendel, no one said you have to be, I mean, the Gemara, you have to be fragile because I'm, you said what the Gemara says. But let me just justify why it's not obvious. Okay. Meaning, no one ever said, you made a mistake while doing a mitzvah. You made a mistake trying to do a mitzvah, ah. which is true here also. Okay. But I mean, so again, what you said is what the Gemara is going to say in two seconds. Okay. So we can't say you're wrong, but temporarily we have to show you why we're not looking well, that. Yeah, okay. says the Gemara. So Gemara says, "My Gemara, what are you teaching me? The Tavdar mitzvah is potter. The Tavdar mitzvah is potter. It's Mamsha Mishnah. Over here, you carry on Shabbos because you're doing a mitzvah. It says Riaz your potter." There you eat an oilasaif, which is really bad, says Riyasi your potter. Samar says, Samar says like this, Mauditema, Hasam who did Talbadvar Mitzvah Potter. Over there, by sukkah, by carrying your love, 
when you're top to our mitzvah, the reason you're potter, hainu dava mitzvah. Well, you're actually doing a mitzvah. You're, you shouldn't carry it, but you're doing a real mitzvah, a real live mitzvah of netilas lulav. Here, you're not doing a mitzvah. You're eating an ayla. There is absolutely no mitzvah in eating an ayla. And you're not actually doing a mitzvah. I would think that since, like Mendel said, you're not doing a mitzvah, I would think that the Torah of Rabbi Yaisi isn't applicable, says the Gemara. That's what Rabbi Yaisi has to teach me, that even though you're not doing a mitzvah whatsoever, there's absolutely no mitzvah to eat this bird. It is an oila. You should not eat it. But since... You were trying to do a mitzvah. You thought you were doing a mitzvah. You were attempting to do a mitzvah. You're off the hook. Says the Gemara, Mason, Rabbi Yaisi Eimer, Hashaychet es ha-tamid, she'enu mavukar ke'el chaseh b'shabes chayt Which means like this. They had a room, in the Mitzvah Mekdash, that they would leave all the sheep for Karbonis in for four days. We know this from the Mishnah by Sleepers. That they would leave the sheep in this room for four days. And they would constantly inspect it because, you know, sometimes we look at something once, we miss a blemish. But if we constantly inspect it for four days, over the course of four days, we will have looked at it so many times, then it's, we won't catch it. Let's say a person wanted a carbon, he took a carbon from that room, and it was not checked properly, and he shechted it on Shabbos. So you did, and our Vera, Shechita is a malach, it's one of the Lamites malachas. Shechita entails neshama, it's one of the Lamites malachas. And you shechted on Shabbos, and you didn't bring a carbon because it had a mum. So your mom is chayiv. Says Mark, Reb Yaisi says, a person that shechts a carbon tongue, that was not checked properly, number one, he's chayavachatas, because you did a malacha, not in the performance of a mitzvah. And you need another tongue because that tongue didn't work, so you need another tongue. So why? Now, if you would have said, you're only potter when you're actually doing a mitzvah, I hear. But since you expanded the parameters and said, you're potter even when you eat an ayla, even though you're not doing a mitzvah, because you're trying to do a mitzvah, it was in the attempt to do a mitzvah, so why isn't that true over there? Why isn't that true over there? Versus there, it's a whole different thing. You're amazing. I mean, there's just no pressure to do what you did. You know that's improper procedure. This whole tour is when you're a real shaygig. There, you messed up. Says the Gemara, says, Marmalay bar minadahi, except for that case. Ditmar l'amr of Shmuel bar Chatay, amr of Amun Asaba, amr of Yitzchik bar Ashiyin, amr of Hun amr Rav, kigayin sheviyu milishka shenim vukarim. There's a big sign on the door, the animals in this room are not checked yet. And he went and took it anyway. So that's not a tayyib with our mitzvah. That's a flagrant foul. And therefore, we have no rahmanas on you. 
When you made an honest mistake, I was so excited to do it if I walked out of my house and was Machal Shabbos. Okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna punish you. <coughs> when you wanted to eat an animal, you went to the pile, you had no idea that there was an ayla in the pile and you ate it, even though it was an ayla. Again, you know, you know, you messed up. Here, you went into the room that there was a sign on the door, do not take animals from this room, and you did it. Sorry. You know, just because you did a mitzvah, I cannot let you off the hook from even a purposeful act like that. Okay. Stop here. So everybody said there will be a shear tomorrow night.